0: Love Talk Radio
1: This is our common ground Alternative activist Empowerment
0: on radio Speaking truth to our And ourselves Who are you? You don't know no. Don't tell
1: me Negro That's not it. What were you before? The white man
2: means you a Negro. And where were you? And what did you have?
1: What was yours? What language did you speak then?
3: As you honor our forefathers and foremothers, I urge you to honor our living heroes. When you honor the names of Matt Turner, Harriet Tubman, and Malcolm X, I urge you to honor the names of
0: Geronimo Jijaga, Sundiata Akoli, Mutulu Shakur, and Mumia Abu Jamal. America's
1: chickens are coming home.
2: Violence begets violence, hatred begets hatred, and terrorism begets
1: terrorism. Our common ground speaking truth to power and ourselves.
4: I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Thank you for being with us. Stay tuned. Ghani, Umoja, Harambe, welcome 2011, Kwanzaa, Karamu, and our common ground. African-American celebration of cultural reaffirmation. It is a spiritual, festive, and joyous celebration of the oneness and goodness of life, which claims no ties to any religion. Kwanzaa means first fruits of the harvest. And we celebrate it December 26th January 1st basing it on the celebrations of seven guiding principles the Inguza Saba Habari ga this is our common ground
3: American holiday um, that is a celebration of family, community, and culture. It is often ar- organized around seven fundamental principles, and it's a seven day holiday that begins from December the 26th and goes through January 1st. And it's seven days uh, to, in fact, teach the seven principles, okay, which are in Swahili and then in English Umoja, unity, Kujichagalia, self determination, Ujima, collective work, and responsibility. Ujamaa, cooperative economics, near purpose, Kumba creativity, and Imani faith. And so I created Kwanzaa for three basic reasons. First, to reaffirm our rootedness in African culture. Because even though we are African people, due to the Holocaust of enslavement, we were lifted out of our own history and made a footnote and forgotten casualty in European history. And so the struggle we were waging, as Cabral said, is to return to our history and to use it to enrich. And expand our lives. Secondly, I have created Kwanzaa in order to give us a time when we as African people all over the world could come together, reaffirm the bonds between us, and meditate on the meaning and awesome responsibility of being African in the world. And certainly it has flowered because of that. Because if you look at how it has grown, over 28 million people celebrate this holiday on every continent in the world, throughout the world African community. And the third reason I created Kwanzaa was to <clears throat> introduce and reinforce the importance of African culture and African communitarian values. And by communitarian values, I mean values that stress and strengthen family, community, and culture. These are our strengths. And at the, the hub and hinge on which this holiday turns, of course, and the central values are Guzo Saba, which we said earlier are Umoja Unity, Kujichagulia Self-Determination, Ujima Collective Work and Responsibility, Ujima Cooperative Economics, Neo Purpose, kumba
0: Creativity, and Imani Faith.
4: Welcome to the 21st Annual Kwanzaa Celebration and Teach-In at Our Common Ground. Thank you so much for being with us here tonight as we look at Kwanzaa and what it means in our culture living in these times and the United States of America and being African American. Uh, We'll be talking with you about Kwanzaa, and we want you to call in as you feel the necessity to share with us your Kwanzaa experience, your understanding. One of the things that we're going to be doing tonight is looking at the American and international American political headlines uh, to understand it in the context of Kwanzaa. Our number is 347-838-9852. And if you are listening from a smartphone or from your computer and you are not at our broadcast site, which I have started calling the OCG Meeting House, you can do so by coming to blogtalkradio.com backslash OCG and join in the discussion with those who are in our chat room. Opening up tonight, we listen to Milana Koringa. Dr. Milana Koringa is one, is the originator of the Kwanzaa holiday and celebration. And each, and as the founder each year, he gives a theme for Kwanzaa and for 2012 the national theme of Kwanzaa is Kwanzaa us and the well-being of the world a courageous questioning and he said that in setting this this theme for the year that the celebration and season of Kwanzaa is a deeply meaningful and special time of remembrance, reflection, and recommitment for us as a people throughout the world, African community. It is a time of appreciative remembrance of our ancestors, great and ordinary, of the models of human excellence, achievement, and possibility they offer and of the enduring legacy of the good they left in the world. It is, too, a time of sustained reflection on the moral and expansive meaning of being African in the world and expansive meaning of being African in the world on how we understand and live our lives and engage the critical issues confronting our community, society, and the world. And he goes on to say that Kwanzaa is also a time of self-conscious recommitment to honor the awesome ancestral legacy left to us by preserving and expanding it to uphold the time-resistant moral and cultural values that ground and guide us in our daily lives, and to follow and hold fast to the ancient African ethical mandate found in the Odu Ifa to constantly bring good in the world and not let any good be lost. And we'll be visiting the Founders... um, message throughout this broadcast. That was the words of Dr. Malana Karinga. He's the creator of Kwanzaa and the Inguza Saba, professor and chair of African Studies at California State University in Long Beach, California. He's the organization and the National Association of Kaeda organizations. And all of the material that we will be using tonight comes from the official Kwanzaa website, which has been maintained by Dr. Karinga uh, for since 1994. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Kwanzaa, we want to just review for you for a minute Um what Kwanzaa is all about, the basis of of, of Kwanzaa. It is an African-American and pan-African holiday celebrated by millions throughout the world. It brings a cultural message which speaks to the best of what it means to be African and human in the fullest sense. Given the rapid Growth of Kwanzaa and the parallel expanded discussion of it and related issues. The source that we are using tonight frames and informs our discussion. We want to talk about not only what it means to you personally, but we want to also give you some ideas about how it is celebrated in many homes throughout America, also looking at the roots and branches, and of course, the inguza saba which are the seven principles the values of kwanzaa and and the inguza saba is a way to understand and appreciate the meaning and message of kwanzaa understanding its profundity and per se, pervasive concern with values and If we look at the headlines, if we look at the political landscape in America, if we look at what is happening in Egypt and Pakistan, and if we look at what's happening in Rwanda and the Congo, if we look at what is happening in Soweto, if we look at what is happening around the globe and within our borders, One of the fundamental things that we have discussed speaking truth to power and ourselves at Our Common Ground in the the year of 2012 is a deterioration of both our understanding and perspective about our values and our understanding and perspective about our resolve. So Kwanzaa is a time where we can reinherit uh values and principles for which, as my very good and beloved sister Doctor Julia here would say, the, have built the bridges which have brought us safely across. Kai Weda is uh, a philosophy of communitarianism, an African philosophy which is an ongoing synthesis of the best of African thought and practice in constant exchange with the world, and that is one of the ways, or one of the strategies that is embedded in Kwanzaa. It was created to introduce and reinforce seven basic values of African culture which contribute to building and reinforcing family, community, and culture among African-American people as well as Africans throughout the world, African community. And these values are called the Nguza Saba, which in Swahili means the seven principles, and they were developed by Dr. Karinga. And stand at the heart of the origin and meaning of Kwanzaa, because it is these values which are not only building blocks for community, but also serve to reinforce and enhance them. Many of you might have been with us last week as we discussed the whole notion of how we began to build strong communities, changing the power schemes and rearranging, reinventing our engagement in our own community. And for me as the producer of this program, it was very important to be able to have that discussion and then begin to put it in the context of the seven principles, the Inguzasaba, Saba of... Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is really a way to begin to reflect at the beginning of the new year about who we are as a people. And I think that it is most important during this Kwanzaa season, 2012, to really begin to reflect what are these values that are embedded in, in the Kwanzaa philosophy or celebra- and, and our celebrations and how we move forward in really reinventing, reframing, changing the narrative that we find, both the power narrative as well as the discourse in our community, how we begin pieces on our own chess board as opposed to the pieces on a chessboard played by powerful people how do we begin to place the pieces to play the pieces on our own chessboard <clears throat> excuse me many of you will also recall that about 3 weeks ago for this program i announced that we will only be talking about four elements in the black community, and all of them will be around organizing and strengthening our resources. One is about homelessness. The third is about hunger in our community. The third has to do with mental health and emotional well-being. And the fourth has to do with crime and prisons in our own community. Now, that really does not exclude other features under those banners. But those are the things that I I think that we have to come out of this craziness. And most of you will will agree. Over the last week, we have been plagued not only by the sadness of 20 children and seven adults murdered in a massacre in Newtown, Connecticut, but also by our own guilt and confusion over what it means for us as we reflect on the many children who have died needlessly in our own community and the many miscarriages of justice in our courts, by our police department, and by our tax pay- paid prosecutors, but also about public policy that reflects another form of terrorism in our in our community. So I think that we need more than I mean I have been doing this broadcast uh teach in uh because when I first started radio, I was struck by the number of people who did not know about Kwanzaa, and that was back in the eighties they simply my uh, many people in my audience had no idea what I was talking about. And it was very interesting that at the time, without social media, without Twitter, without Facebook, without email, that my first guest in my first broadcast of the Kwanzaa Teach-In, and it was really his idea, was Dr. Milana Karinga. Um, And at that time, there were some very open wounds about events that had occurred in our history with his organization, and there were elements in the community that were aware of them that protested uh, his appearance on my show. It was only five people, but it still was a protest. Opinion, an opposing opinion that I had to respect and felt as a broadcaster that I needed to respond to. And we have had many people over the 21 years join us, Dr. Moses, um, I'm sorry, Dr. Amos Wilson, Dr. Haki uh Dr. Naeem Akbar, Dr. Jawanza Kunjufu, who have been part Of this teach-in And we're going to talk about uh, Why I don't have um, I I have invited Some people to stop by If they get a chance to talk about How important Kwanzaa Is in our community Uh, But uh, usually uh, In the first I would say 15 years That I did this I always had A a co-host Oscar Brown Jr. was one of my Dick Gregory was one of my uh, co host on uh, my Kwanzaa teach in. Um and um it's uh really interesting Dr. Ron Daniels uh and uh, some other people uh Bakari um uh Kutwana, um Clarence Lusane uh the author and scholar. Uh so Kwanzaa has been around for a long time, but I I I think about I often think about in the last couple of years to the extent that our spiritual selves have um, drifted, uh, and in many ways our spiritual selves has um, wafted. uh, I'll put it that way uh, that we have been it seems that we have been unable to shore ourselves up so that we approach our problems with dignity and with hope and and I wrote on my fa- uh my my Facebook page today uh that we have to come into this Qantas season really beginning to understand that we are the authors in this country. And I often say this on this broadcast, we are the authors of hope and change and courage. Uh, President Barack Obama didn't invent those things. We made those things real. Uh, there is a word, and you know I always get stuck on this word. There is a word that, a Swahili word, which means making words live, what you say live. And I think that in this Kwanzaa season, with the the racist assault and the rise of a struggle for white m- domination in this country where we cannot argue it away or explain it away or try to reason it away. It is what it is, as the young people would say. But one of the things that I want to imbue during this Kwanzaa season is to help us to understand that, we are the authors. We are the we are the there was no hope and no courage and no change. The American Revolution was about takeover. But when we rose up out of slavery We made real hope, change, and courage, and that has been our legacy, and we have, with that, been the barometer of moral standing for this country holding up a mirror to who they are, for 300 years, a mirror that the more and more they resisted looking, the more and more they had to look. So tonight at Our Common Ground, speaking truth to power in ourselves, we have to understand that change does not roll in on the wheels of inevitability, but it comes through continuous struggle and we have to recommit to that struggle something and we have to reinvent our understanding of what that struggle is and so we must straighten our backs and work for our freedom and you know what a man can't a a man can't ride you unless your back is bent you're listening to our common ground this is our this is our um 2012 of what Dr. Milana Karinga had to say about why we celebrate Kwanzaa.
0: Kwanzaa is
4: a Pan-African
0: and
3: African-American holiday um, that is a celebration of family, community, and culture. It is often organized around seven fundamental principles. And it's a seven-day holiday that begins from December the 26th and goes through January 1st. And it's seven days uh, to, in fact, teach the seven principles, Okay, which are in Swahili and then in English, Umoja, unity, Kuja Jagalia, self-determination, Ujima, collective work and responsibility, Ujamaa, cooperative economics, near purpose, Kumba creativity, and Imani, faith. And so I created Kwanzaa for three basic reasons. First, to reaffirm our rootedness in African culture. Because even though we are African people, Due to the Holocaust of enslavement, we were lifted out of our own history and made a footnote and forgotten casualty in European history. And so the struggle we were waging, as Cabral said, is to return to our history and to use it to enrich and expand our lives. Secondly, I have created Kwanzaa in order to give us a time when we as African people all over the world could come together, reaffirm the bonds between us, and meditate on the meaning and awesome responsibility of being African in the world. And certainly, it has flowered because of that. Because if you look at how it has grown, over 28 million people celebrate this holiday on every continent in the world, throughout the world African community. And the third reason I created Kwanzaa was to introduce and reinforce the importance of African culture and African communitarian values. And by communitarian values, I mean Values that stress and strengthen family, community, and culture. These are our strengths. And at the, the hub and hinge on which this holiday turns, of course, and the central values are then Guzo Saba, which we said earlier, are Umoja Unity, Kujichagulia Self-Determination, Ujima Collective Work and Responsibility, Ujima Cooperative Economics, Neo Purpose, Kumba Creativity, and Imani Faith.
0: No.
4: honey and the rock. if you look at uh if you look at the attacks and the tax that we pay not in money but in loss we have i, I mean i don't know how many of you joined uh, Dr. Matthew Johnson in his broadcast where he was talking about the lost generation a whole l- generation lost and he said it as the immediate generation of young people but we have adults we have black people who are simply lost we have black people who are informed where voter suppression campaigns in this country came up on us, and we were not ready i i I think that one of the reasons that there is so much resistance to defending or being on the in the in the corner of this president against the racist attacks on him on people like susan rice, which would would have been unheard of in the sixties is because we are not ready. We are not taking the resolve. We the barometer of morality in this country for centuries holding up a standard of humanity. We've fallen we have put the plow down and we've fallen by the wayside. Because we have lost somehow and this is just me talking and you can call in and argue the point with me, we have somehow lost our resolve about our ability to move forward and our children see it in the sadness in our eyes. That is the tax we Hey, we forget to look back at the contributions, not only the academic contributions, the medical contributions, the inventiveness of our people. We forget that we bring a contribution that no other people have brought to this country, and that is, sense of dignity about a past that we had to discover. You're listening to Our Common Ground. This is our annual Kwanzaa teach-in and celebration. Let me um, go to um, the seven principles, the Nguza Saba. And let's go over them. You just heard Sweet Honey and the Rock singing them, um, Dr. Koringa, uh repeating them. But the first day of Kwanzaa, which begins December 26th, is Umoja, Umoja, which means unity. Say it after me, folks, for those who are not familiar Umoja, which means unity. And in the Kwanzaa principles, we frame that in this sense, that as a people we will strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. I'm going to go through the seven days and the seven principles of the Inguza Saba because each night of Kwanzaa or each day of Kwanzaa, we celebrate these principles. We explore them. We share them with our family and with our community. And it means to you. So Umoja, meaning unity, is the first day of Kwanzaa, December 26. The second day is Kujicakaliya, which means self-determination. It is a Swahili word which means self-determination. And we frame it in this way, that as a people we will define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Hujijakaliya, self-determination. The third day and the third principle is Ujama, Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Now listen to these very carefully because they really – are the values that we must embrace in order to get past our confusion and chaos and negligence and superficiality in committing to our community in order to strengthen it. Ujima. Collective Work and Responsibility, and it is celebrated on December 28th. And the framework in Kwanzaa is to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers' and sisters' problems our problems and to solve them together. Now, one of the things I want you to see is what I always call the golden thread in the Nguza Saba, that each one of the principles, of the seven principles, are related one to the other. So the third day, Ujima, collective work and responsibility. The fourth day, celebrated on the 29th, is Ujamaa. Ujama, the third day, Ujima, the fourth day, Ujama, cooperative economics, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Now, I know somebody's got something to say about that because when you look at these, we are failing in a number of ways. I'm going to be posting these in our chat room, uh, each one of them, uh, for you to think about and to give us a call uh, to let us know where you think we fall on the scale and and what what are they relevant to in terms of what we need to do, Um, because these are the Board of Directors, what is called guiding principles. And as a community, we need guiding principles as well. And one of the reasons that uh, we could very well say that we have gone off the skids or off the roads or whatever is that we seem to have become divided about what we want, what we need. And in this division, it is very clear that one of the ways in which we have become divided is simply because we don't have guiding principles. Guiding principles for major corporations have to be addressed in every business, venture, goal, and objective of that corporation. That's how it works. Now, the fifth day... Is the day of Nia. Nia is, and that certainly goes to the idea that as we frame it, we have to. We we have to look at what that means in terms of community building, in terms of family, in terms of community development, and in terms of individual and personal commitment and development to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. That day is celebrated on the 29th of December. Nia, meaning purpose. Uh, so many of us have named our children after uh, some of these principles. I am um, in naming my granddaughter, uh, which is I, just a real honor to be asked to name a child. And my first granddaughter, my first grandchild, uh has one of the principles of the Nguza Saba as her name. On the sixth day we celebrate Kuumba Kuumba which is which means is a Swahili word which means creativity. And we frame it in the sense to do as mu- here is Here is the intent, to do as much always as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial, resourceful than we inherited it. Kuumba, creativity, to do what we can in any way that we can in order to leave our community more resourceful, more beautiful, and more beneficial than when we inherited it. Now, some of you may be getting, don't get confused about what you mean about community, because we also want to talk about that. And if you want to write it down and join in this discussion, our number is 347 838 The last day of Kwanzaa, uh, the last principle of the Nguza is Imani. And it is more profound than we really understand it. If we go back, and many of you are enjoying... I'm not enjoying Roots on BET because they got too many commercials. My goodness, they have they break for a commercial every five minutes. Uh, so I had to pull out my DVD. But if you look at from where we came and you look at where we have been and where we are now, no other people would have survived this journey. Believe that. I believe that. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe it. And one of the things um, that I am always thinking about when I think about Imani, faith, um, is the notion of what we have said about this journey. Um, And there is no other person... Who has put it quite in the way that embodied what this seventh day, the seventh principle means faith, Imani, to believe with all our heart in our people, our parents. Our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. You know, this is the first Kwanzaa that I season that I will go into without my mother, and um when she and i would when when i first started celebrating kwanzaa she thought i had picked up a new religion and it was just another one of my black things my black uh things but as i began 21 years ago doing this broadcast she and i began she is a She was a, and still is, a deeply Christian Christian. And one night, maybe about eight years ago, we were talking about Kwanzaa. She was going to go to a Kwanzaa celebration, and she was telling me about it, and she was going to make a presentation, and I said, what are you going to talk about? And she said, I'm going to talk about faith. And she read me five Biblical scriptures that talk about a righteous struggle. I have it written down in one of my notebooks from the night she and I were talking. And if nothing else, on the night of Imani in this season, I will reflect on the presentation that that my mother made about five or six years ago about the seventh principle of Kwanzaa, of the Nguza Saba, Imani, to believe with all our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the... remind me when I read the Inguza Saba, and I'm sure that at some point, Dr. Milana Koringa, when James Weldon Johnson wrote, lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring, Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun let us march on till victory is won now that's some faithful stuff that's some affirming stuff and there is no way that you can sing you can you can celebrate the 7 Principles, the Inguza saba Determination, Ujima, Collective Work and Responsibility, Ujama, Cooperative Economics, Nia, Purpose, Gumba, Creativity, Imani, Faith. Each one of those principles. Not only have we recognized in the history of our people, but we have lived them. We're going to take your calls at our common ground at this annual teach uh, teach-in for Kwanzaa, um, and hope that you will give us a call and tell us about um, how you have uh, celebrated. Kwanza, what you think about the Inguza Saba. For, for I see you, I'll be right to you. One of the most eloquent voices of the last half century was silenced in 1996 by the ravages of multiple sclerosis. Barbara Jordan was born in Houston, graduated with honors from Texas Southern University, and earned her law degree at Boston University. She was elected to the Texas Senate in 1966. The first African-American since Reconstruction and the first black woman ever. Six years later, she won a seat in the U.S. House of Representatives, where she championed causes for the poor and minority communities.
0: I felt somehow
3: for many years that George Washington and Alexander Hamilton just left me out by mistake. And we the people... Today I am an inquisitor, and I am not going to sit here and be an idle spectator to the diminution, the subversion,
0: the destruction of the Constitution.
4: ground this is our 21st annual kwanzaa t10 we're going to go to our phones 404 you're on the air i respect you and thank you for allowing me to honor uh the late Barbara jordan
2: okay how you doing
4: good big west how you doing
2: oh i'm doing all right i'm just like you uh this is right be the first kwanzaa that my uh, my mother's not here too but uh Look here, Miss Janice. Uh, I'm gonna, the problem is with Black America, okay? I'm gonna tie this into for you. Uh, remember when uh, when the children of Egypt and Moses went up to Mount Sinai, and then what happened?
4: They got corrupted.
2: There you go, celebrating our uh, golden calf, okay? Look at the high situation, okay? I, I would think our Moses with Dr. King, is that correct?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: what? Mm-hmm. Okay, ever since Dr. King died, April 4th, 1968, all we've been doing is celebrating the Golden Calf, because look at every so everybody doing that, me included, all we got, all almighty dollar, right? How
4: do, so, how, uh, do you, how do you define the Golden Calf, the dollar?
2: Yeah, you look, yeah, the dollar, the gold, bring, bring it. Look at all, uh, because I, I, I ran up on uh, all these black preachers. You know all them went to white seminaries, every one of them. Every, when they say they want, I call it a cemetery, and that's all they about. The prosperity, all and, and, and I've just been listening for uh, and praying to God and see what can we got situation. And the answer comes to me: if we stop celebrating the golden calf, I e. stop celebrating all these pagan holidays except maybe Kwanzaa and Juneteenth and,
0: and,
2: and, and Dr. King's birthday stuff that's significant to us. All these white pagan holidays, we get quicker. Stop celebrating. Mm-hmm. That's what God
0: telling
2: me. If we just cut that out, we will uh, get out of this hell in America, and God will bring us out through this. That's the only well, you, answer,
4: know, you know, one of the things that we do have to do, and I started out on this broadcast tonight talking about that, is that we have got to recommit to those things which have worked for us.
2: Cause it, really, all of you have to do is just quit celebrating. All oh, especially Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christmas Caraba's Day. Well, you July.
4: Don't,
2: we I mean, just quit, you don't, just ask don't celebrate
4: Christmas doesn't have anything to do with the, the with the golden calf either.
2: Yes, ma'am. Because I understand really, it. Well, 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 I understand it. Jesus' actual birthday was in September.
4: Well, so it, all, it it, But it's it's like Kwanzaa. There are there are principles that. Right. Are the foundation of Christmas as a holiday, and I don't think that the millions of people who are out at the mall are thinking about those principles at all. Uh huh. And that's the reason we know I, I I think that we have got. I mean, when we think about when we think about a number of the. principles of the Nguza Saba. When we think about Ujamaa, for instance, cooperative economics, we have to Mm -hmm. think about how many of us are buying from black-owned stores and shops and doing business uh, with uh, black professionals and those businesses which we profit together. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me started uh big west about Ujamaa and how it applies to the lack of support of independent media like our common ground
2: right cuz I, I, I don't mean, see why uh, i look at
4: uh, i look at uh, india declare show i look uh-huh. at the contribution that Alpha makes every week and dr matthew uh v johnson makes every week They don't get paid. Uh, We can't get black people to even uh, email our show announcements. You see, Mm -hmm. we should be. I mean, I look at my program, and I defy anyone in broadcasting to put up against the programming I have provided to black people with black people, the same black people that we pay to listen to on XM and Sirius, we pay to to listen to on MSNBC. There are very few people who speak in the interest of black people who do the critical analysis, scholarship work, and the activism that appear on MSNBC that have not been on this program.
2: Well, see, that goes back to what I'm saying. Chasing the almighty dollar that goes to cap. You're not going to see you, your program and your, your situation. you all about liberation. Okay? Them folks is all about uh, their own personal uh, proliferation of their bank account. So we can just forget about them. Now, see, I don't see why we don't have our own black news channel. Strictly news like CNN, Telemundo. And uh, the other one, uh, Telemundo, and uh, what's the other one that uh, Latinos got? Uh, I can't come to me right now, but I, I don't see why we. Remember, remember, Bill Cosby tried to buy uh, NBC.
0: Yeah, instead of
2: him, instead of you go with the illusion of inclusion, instead of him just picking a dog on the channel on the cable network and starting from scratch and making all news and get Bernard Shaw to, uh, to set it up, get Bernard Shaw. And uh, uh, what's the uh, uh Lester Hope and uh Russ uh Russ Mitchell there to set up a dog on a news channel, and you and, and uh, know they got T.J. Holmes there to set up an all twenty four hour news channel without the dog on uh buffoonery on BET and uh, uh on the other stations. Uh, but see, one. you
4: just you just covered you just covered four of the principles of the Inguzasa. Ooh. Jima, collective work and responsibility. Ujama, cooperative economics. Nia, purpose. And Kuumba, creativity. You just yes, covered four of them. So, see, I'm an
2: electrician, right? So, any kind of work I need done, I always find somebody black. I got a black plumber, a uh, black auto mechanic, and a black, a uh relation, uh, AC. So, I always find somebody black to work inside. I just, uh,
4: and, and the really thing do- that. The thing that we need to understand, Wes, is those are the bridges. That kind of cooperative economics, those are the bridges that built the black middle class um, the early part of of neo-slavery up until the Civil Rights era. Read your history. All you got to do is read your history.
2: Yeah, yeah. before that, doggone immigration, we was hoodwinked again. Thinking they ice better than ours. Their hamburger tastes better than ours, and, and, and it's a doggone shame. because we had everything back then, Black Wall Street. But we can do it again, though. It's up to us to do it and just concentrate on on uh, right. starting small. Just start right. small. Just find. It might cost you. You have to weed through about four or five good blacks to find the right one to do to, to, to do the right work that you want done because there's some shices on it uh, in our community, like every other community. So when you run into a bad one, you can't say all black this, all black that. You just have to be mm-hmm. individualized and find the right one to get the job done.
4: But, you know, it, it really, um, and I'm really enjoying this conversation with you, uh, Wes, and thank you for your call, but it really goes back to one of the principles. I, I don't think that there are any of these principles that are not important. But it goes back to Nia to have purpose in our lives.
2: Well, I purpose. think the purpose should be uh uh, uh like Marcus Garvey said, I don't want to sign uh Marcus Garvey. The purpose should be one goal to uplift us mighty black race. That should be the only one goal objective, not just individualizing, in uh illusion that's the problem. Just too much individualized, iPhone, iPad, I I I this I shoot you. That's all we bought now.
4: And look at the uh, If
2: they want to get guns off the street, Miss Janice, all they got to do is offer these young cats out here with these guns a thousand dollars a gun. So you turn in thousand dollars, you get a, you turn in a gun, you get a thousand dollars, or you can take a free course of trade school, a technical
1: school, a trade
2: school, a free ride to HBCU. And that'll get these guns off the street. These black boys will turn turn these guns in tomorrow for a thousand dollars, a free uh, trade school, a technical school. and he's to see you. I mean, it's
4: simple. Yep, it really is. Uh, it it is it is it is simple, but it is complex in the context of the lives that we choose to live.
2: Greed. Greed, 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 chasing all my eyes, Every time I think about greed, black people and that's what God has told but, me but, to but tell
4: you everybody. Know, Wes, one of the things, it's really beyond greed. It is that we have fallen into a psychological need for acceptance again.
2: Yeah, use the exclusion. Uh, right now, if, I, if white, somebody white said the same thing I'm doing, Everybody be uh uh oh yeah, you're right. Well see we all always got to uh, gotta be feel validated by NASA. I mean, okay. So that that's the problem. That, really that's all uh, it pissed me off y'all. Uh,
4: and and the, the, the thing is that we pay the tax for it because our people become dis- discouraged and they throw up their hands and say, Well, maybe I need to just go along to get along Maybe if I look like I'm successful, if I look like I'm happy. Remember when we had Terry Williams? I don't know if you were part of our uh, broadcast family at the time, but Terry Williams, who is the author of Black Pain, it just looks like we're not. Illusion.
2: Yeah, it's an illusion. It's an illusion. You want
4: to fit in with the Joneses. Get every
2: doggone thing, whatever little iPad, the iPhone, or new gadget that come out, the new Jordan shoes come out, and uh, we just gotta yeah, cut that out. For we, some also,
4: we also sit in churches, and we know that the church is in many ways corrupt; that it's not, it's not governed by either the 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 the, the, the principles, the religious principles that it, they say they're governed by and it's not governed by a, a, a standard of behavior and morality. So, but we stay there because it's the church to be the member of. Are we yeah, it's getting, all a social club. That's yeah. all these churches
2: are, social club and, 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 and pimps in the pulpit. That's all it's That's about.
4: That's right. Who is making the money? Not the people who are doing the work, the people who are, as you always say, chopping your chopping their gums.
2: Yeah, bumping their guns. See, what pissed me off about the churches, like I told uh, uh, Dr. Johnson, every Monday morning they, they scoop up the money Sunday and take the money to the white banks, man. That's what makes me mad. I can't deal with a black church no more. And, I just and
4: uh, At one time we had more than 100 black governed banks in this country. Now we only have six. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we and we are, two are not left. banking
4: with those. And what has happened is that larger banks are now determining how those banks um, operate.
2: Right, right. But see, now,
4: now, I deal with the black bank
2: and Wells Fargo, but the black bank I deal with, they still run the same boot game as the white bank. Oh, I you got to run Wells Fargo. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, well, my black bank, uh, Citizen Trust in Atlanta, I had money in there, and I asked for a loan. I just wanted a collateral loan on the money I had. They spool the same old crap. Oh, even though I got money in there, they say, well, oh, I had some, uh, I owe some income tax. They can't give me a loan on my own money. See what I'm saying? That's what I'm yes. talking about, black people.
4: Yes. Well, it's not black people. It's the situation we get ourselves in because instead of filling the Fulfilling the purpose that we need in our businesses, in our families, and in our communities, we are trying to get noticed and be a celebrity, or have uh, a, a. In the case of a bank, for instance, to to have uh, big uh, shareholders uh, w- who will govern us. Away from our purpose, to a purpose that that they understand rather than the purpose we understand.
2: Well, you're right. Everybody want to be fame, want the fame. But well, see, I just That's take a right. fortune. I take two or three million dollars and hand that money to folks and walk around looking like a street bomb. And everybody, yeah. I ask somebody for a nickel or a dime. If they give it to me then I pull out a hundred dollar bill. That's what our Ted Turner was doing around here.
4: I I'll give you another example of how we work against the principles of the Inguza Saba. Byron Hurt, who has been a has a documentary that he did called Soul Food Junkies. Mm
0: -hmm. And
4: it is really about how unhealthy we prepare buy and eat food it's how we submit and subscribe to um unhealthy eating habits and to fast food uh restaurants yeah. and how we use food as a way of entertainment rather than um purposely oh, yeah. making our, be- our body healthy Now, um, Minister Elijah Muhammad uh, had a book, How to Eat to Live. That's right. Those products did not do well in our community. But we will run to NPR. We will run to some other people that did Fork Silver Knives, which is a very good documentary, by the way. Rather than supporting the documentary, and it's a major documentary that was got awards at whatever whatever places the place that you go to get awards for film
2: are uh, you having technical difficulties everybody did they tell you that you're uh, blinking in or not pardon me? I see you having technical difficulties uh you kind of like uh like static there like every uh ten to fifteen minutes there really yes ma'am you even on uh on the internet.
4: Wow. Um, what I'm going to do is take a break and refresh and see if that's going to help. Uh, are you in our chat room?
2: Oh yes, ma'am. I, I mean, I, I'm watching it, but I didn't ever get on. It. I'm just reading the scroll. Oh, okay. Uh, but
4: I can't, I India declares in the chat room, and I'm wondering if she'll let me know whether or not we're yeah, having. Yeah, she put some, it
2: up on it. She put on, it on the scroll there saying that you were chopping up.
4: She, yeah. She so put. let me ask you: Do you are you celebrating Kwanzaa this year?
2: Uh yes, ma'am. ma'am. I do. uh I celebrate year round. To tell you the truth, I try to do cooperative You year you
4: You really talking
2: my game? You really talking? I'm my year game. round. You know what I mean? I only have to yeah. light, light the candles and uh, do all that. I do it year round. I'm black, black, black year round. I try to uh, work with my folks year round.
4: Absolutely We love you at our common ground And wish you a very Prosperous And joyful holiday season
2: That's right Peace and
4: blessings assalamu alaikum alaykum alaikum No As-salamu alaykum. Alaykum salam. Wonderful Namaste okay. Thank you, you Big can me, right? Yeah,
2: mute me, put me on mute
4: Okay, I will Appreciate it. That was Big West, right on out of Atlanta, Georgia. Our number is three four seven eight three eight nine eight five two. We're going to go to a break. Um, we'd like to hear from you. Are you celebrating Kwanzaa? Um, what's your thoughts on uh, the seven principles? Uh, uh, we want to do. We do want to talk to you about some of the greetings. The greeting during Kwanzaa. Uh, are also in Swahili, and Swahili, for those of you who do not know, is a Pan-African language and is chosen to reflect African-American commitment to the whole of Africa and African culture rather than to a specific ethnic or national group or culture. The greeting during Kwanzaa to reinforce our awareness and commitment to the seven principles is Habari It is a question, and the question is how goes it. And for each one of the principles, for each of the days of Kwanzaa, you would answer the principle of the day. For instance, on the first day of Kwanzaa, you greet your family and your community members. Habari gani, and they would say Umoja or uh, Um Gifts uh, during Kwanzaa are mainly given to children. Uh, we encourage children during Kwanzaa to make their gifts. Um, I have made uh, for my grandchildren a CD which provides them with bookmarks for websites that have games that teach them languages, teach them songs, and gives them some understanding of reaffirming and re- reinforcing uh, our commitment to uh, tradition and to history. The colors of Kwanzaa are black, red, and green, and they can be utilized in decorations for Kwanzaa. Also, decorations should include traditional African items, baskets, cloth patterns, art objects, symbols. If you're listening to Our Coming ground. This is our annual Kwanzaa Teach-In and Celebration. And we're going to always, as always, uh, provide you with some musical features for this show. Now, many of you who have joined us each year in Kwanzaa know that During the Kwanzaa season, I am just in love with a soulful celebration uh, by Quincy Jones. I mean, I played this CD forever. But what the genius, because it really shows the genius of our people. He has taken Handel's Messiah and rewritten it in gospel, jazz, rhythm, and blues, uh, some Dixieland uh, hip-hop, and, and and it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. So we're going to share with you right now the Hallelujah Chorus as written by the genius of Quincy Jones. And I was uh, favored uh, last night to be with Quincy Jones as he conducted the boston pops and he was absolutely fabulous this is our common ground our number is 347-838-9852 how do you celebrate kwanzaa do you share it with your children your friends and your family
1: wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong, but I don't know what it is. And then he set her up by backing off. Well, if she will come and talk to her. And she came and talked to you, not alone, she came and talked with the CIA guy. Sure did. And he basically backed up everything she said, but now they have larger concerns. Now they're crying and whining about the filibuster and the reform of the filibuster. Not only should they reform the filibuster, They should drop the nuclear option on the filibuster. And when you hear people like Mitch McConnell saying that if they do this, this will poison the well forever, well, I'll take your threat, and I'll raise you to shove it in your behind.
0: Right, raucous, and reason.
1: Advanced, urban, progressive, political talk radio. The Alpha Show. Only at TruthWorks Network, Friday, 10 p.m.
4: Joining us in our 21st annual Kwanzaa T10 and celebration at Our Common Ground. We thank you so very much for being with us. If you are interested in talking about the Inguza Saba, the seven principles of Kwanzaa, or your celebration and what you think of any one of the um, aspects, of celebrating Kwanzaa our number is 3478389852 one of the things that i do want to emphasize is that these 7 days umoja unity kujichakelea self determination ujima collective work and responsibility ujama cooperative economics nia purpose Ku'umba, Creativity and Imani Faith. Uh, they are days that are celebrated in what is called the Kwanzaa Feast or the Karumu. And it's traditionally held on um, uh, December 26th to the 31st. And um, it is a very special event. This Karamu, which is uh, one Kwanzaa event that brings us closer uh, to our African roots. The Karamu is a communal and cooperative effort. Many people and families have created their own ceremonies and cultural expressions, and we certainly encourage that. Uh, Doing the Karamu, it is very important to decorate where you hold the karamu. Last year in our family karamu, we um, named um, my newest grandson um, in a naming ceremony during the karamu on December thirty-first. There is um, a, trad- you know, a trad a uh, traditionally established way of celebrating Kwanzaa, and there are some guidelines to make your Kwanzaa the most beautiful and engaging. Uh, first, you must come to the celebration of Kwanzaa with a profound spread, respect for its values, its symbols, and its practices, and do nothing to violate its integrity you really should not mix Kwanzaa or its symbols, values, and practice with any other culture. This would really violate the principle of Kujajakaliyah, which is self-determination, and thus violate the the, um, integrity of the holiday. And you should also choose the most beautiful items that you have to celebrate Kwanzaa. That means taking time to plan, which is why we try to do this broadcast at least a week, uh, the week before the Kwanzaa celebration. Objects of art, colorful African cloth, fresh fruits and vegetables, objects which are can be used to represent African culture and your commitment to the holiday in the best way. Uh, If you're going to do your Kwanzaa celebration or celebrate Kwanzaa in your home, there should be a central place. Uh, The table or a table or a space is spread with a beautiful piece of African cloth, the colors of Kwanzaa, black, red, and green, Uh, black for the people, red for for our struggle, and green for the future and hope that comes from the struggle. And then there is the Mishuma Saba, the seven candles, and they represent the seven principles. The black candle represents the first principle, Umoja, which is unity, and it is placed in the center of the Kanara, you can generally find, you can buy a Qunara in your African art and bookstore generally, but if not, you can certainly order one online. And please try to order one from a black vendor. And in the Mishun Huma Saba, the seven candles, um, the black candle is placed ...for the first principle, Umoja, unity, unity, and is placed in the center. The red candles represent the principles of Kujijakaliya, ujama, and Kumba... ...and are placed on the left of the black candle. And the green candles represent the principles of Ujima, Nia, and Imani... ...and they are placed to the right of the black candle. You can get all of this information on org if you are interested. Let's see if we have any phone calls. Three four seven eight three eight nine eight five two. I'd like to talk about the integrity of this holiday. And let's listen to Dr. Mulana Karinga, uh, who talks about culture and the respect of culture.
3: Uh, Multicultural education is important for three basic reasons. First of all, it's morally important to respect people. And the fundamental way you respect people is through respecting their culture, respecting their history. So you can't really say you respect people if you try to lift them out of their own culture and make them a footnote in yours. So you must respect people. And one of the ways you show that is studying their culture and showing that it is capable of being a subject to generate reflective problematics or ways of thinking critically about life. The second reason that it's important is because intellectually it's important to give in a quality education. There is no quality education without multicultural education. For Europeans to assume that teaching about one-eighth of the world's population, which they represent, is sufficient to understand in the whole world is uh, grossly mistaken and negative. The reality is that truth is whole, and any partial approach to it can only give you a partial and incomplete, therefore incorrect answer. So what we do is strive to learn as much about humanity and its rich diversity as possible. And therefore we understand then that the third reason for it is it's socially valid. It is a way to come into terms with the world we live in, and especially with the society we live in. Therefore we understand that America is not a white finished product but an ongoing, unfinished, uh, multicultural project, an ongoing, unfinished, multicultural project. And each people has both the right and responsibility to speak its own special culture truth and to make its own unique contribution to how this society is conceived and constructed. So multiculturalism is central to the educational mission. Second principle, Coochie, Chocolier. Coochie, Chocolier.
0: Coochie Chocolier. I need it a little louder.
3: Coochie, Chocolier. Coochie,
0: Chocolier. Coochie
3: Chocolier. I don't have to be the church man. Church man said, Can I get a witness?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Coochie self determination. Yeah. Stay with me, black people. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little long as the Spirit moves me. Now listen. Coochie Chocolier teaches us to uphold the right and responsibility to live free and dignity-affirming lives. Do you understand that? We have a right to live a free and dignity-affirming life, and we support that right for everybody else.
0: That's right. Mm -hmm. See?
3: I mean, I want you to understand that. It's just not for us. We're trying to establish a principle for the world. Mm -hmm. People have a right to freedom. And for the Europeans to imagine he has the right to invade any country he wants just because he has the might to do it. Mm.
0: Uh-huh.
3: That's madness. Yeah. Yeah. And he cannot do it in our name, and he cannot do it in our time without us responding to it
0: right.
3: and still call ourselves Africans. African must mean excellence. African must be struggle for excellence. We're also obligated to bear witness to the beauty and goodness of being African in the world, to hold fast to the culture that called us into being and sustains us. And we have to reaffirm the sacredness of our own lives and the narrative we know as our history. You know, one of the things that... Listen up, Black people. I need to take just a few minutes on this, okay? Take
0: your time. We need
3: to see our lives as sacred. Yes.
0: Yes, go ahead. And we
3: need to see our history as sacred. Our narrative is sacred. Usually we've been taught to see other people's narrative as sacred. We believe they walk with God, talk with God. But all of y'all said something to God even this morning.
0: <laughs> but
3: you don't put no emphasis on it. You don't think it's as sacred as somebody else's. But just think about it. We are one of the most, if not the most. I won't say the most because, you know, I don't want to talk no show with listen, there is nobody more spiritual than black people. If you know anybody, raise your hand, we got time. We also know we're the first people in the world rescue me if I'm wrong. I mean, we came for everybody. I repeat, we're the elders of humanity.
0: Only uh,
3: maybe 10, 20,000, 40,000 years later, somebody else shows up. Now, in that Thousands of thousands of year history. Do we really think so small of ourselves that God never said one thing worth mentioning again to us and when he finally spoke to us, he had an enslaver to do it. Oh. Think about it. Don't let me lose you now. I'm going to get off this point in a minute, but I just want to ask you. All y'all that talk African, all y'all that talk, that we're in the image of God. All y'all of us have been fighting for hundreds of years over the question of equality. How, when it comes to something as spiritual as, you know, people being in the image of God, that you take a back seat? Go ahead. Go
0: ahead.
3: I say this and I say this again and again. If we don't have no prophets, there is no prophet. Hey. If our text ain't sacred, ain't no sacred text. If we don't have saints, ain't nobody saintly. If we don't have a messenger, there are no messengers. I'm telling you, and if they don't respect our history, we don't respect them. That's right. That's my position. Let, let me tell you this. I know they told you. Somebody else put this concept forward. But as early as 2140 B.C. and the Housia, the sacred text of ancient Egypt, Keke says, we're in the image of God came from his very person and that there's certain things we shouldn't do to ourselves nor allow others to do for fear of violating that special status.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And in the book of Jedi, Teddy says, pharaoh Khufu, he can either kill nor experiment, even own a nameless prisoner. Because even that prisoner, dishonest and isolated, is equal to the Pharaoh as a bearer of dignity and divinity. Yeah. These are lessons. That's what I did my second doctorate on, finding these things. Yeah. So we could teach. I've been doing this since '60. So we can speak our own special culture truth to the world. So we won't have to walk in the pale shadow of our oppressor. We must remember we are bearers of dignity and divinity. And we have the right to be African in the world. And we must use our history as a moral and spiritual idea and extract from it narratives to tell our children and to teach them character, and to teach them the rightful way to walk in the world. You have to teach them about Malcolm, and about Fannie Lou Hamer, yes. and about Anna Julia Cooper, and about Dolores Tucker, and about all the other people. I could name all of them. Road call, right? Yeah, there is. President yes. Douglas Martin King. You know them all, right? That's right. Why do you, why do you, why, why do you just mention their name? Use them as a reference rather than a resource. Yes. Harry Tubman was bad. Bad about what? How can I teach the young woman that needs a kind of, you know, endurance, adaptive vitality? How can I teach her the lesson in life of Harry Tubman? That's what you have to do. And teach it as a sacred story. Because you know they prayed. They felt a certain relationship with God. So to 2 especially. She's always saying this. I want you to go home and think about that. This question: Is my narrative as sacred as anyone else's? And if it is, let me get busy learning it so I can teach it. A song full of the that the dark.
0: the present
4: The dray, there was Dr. James welding cords around the copper frame. We sing songs, knocks for the accolades to lift voices like a helicopter blade high in the listening skies My eyes glistened and tears drop down like rain, not from the pain, from the joy of how far... and we thank you for being here with us at the our common ground juannza teach in Our number is 347-838-9852. And, of course, that was the Our Common Ground Voice. You know that I call each guest that has graced and honored our microphone uh, to talk with us about our journey, our struggles, and our victories and future. I call them Our Common Ground Voices, and that was Nina Freelon who was uh who honored our microphone um in two thousand and eleven, and we certainly are gonna to have to call her. She's doing a lot of wonderful things uh as a matter of fact I um saw a post from Pierce Freeland, who is her son, uh the hip hop artist and professor at Duke University in North Carolina State. Uh, and she was doing some Kwanzaa teaching, vocal, writing songs with uh, young children in North Carolina uh, during this uh, holiday season. Thank you for being with us here tonight. Uh, we really enjoyed our conversation with uh, Big West because I think he gets it. He gets it about how we connect the seven principles of the Inguza Saba. Umoja, Kuchichakalia, Ujima, Ujama, Nia, Kuumba, Imani. And I hope that each of you who join us tonight and you are not familiar or are not informed about Kwanzaa and its celebration, uh, that you have learned at least to be able to talk with your family and your friends about the seven principles that is the core of this holiday. I do want to talk to you about the day of meditation, which is Sikuya Tamuli, and it's the last day of Kwanzaa, and it is celebrated on the first day of the new year, January 1st. Habari Gani Imani. Historically, this has been for African people a time of sober reflection on the life and future of the, our people and of recommitment to values in a very special way and traditionally in my family and uh in my community, it is for us a time to ask and answer soberly and humbly the three questions. Who am I? Am I really who I say I am? And am I all I ought to be? If we look at the political and the social landscape of black people in America and we say that we are people of integrity And our commitment is one of integrity to our community, whether it be our church, our community organization, where we work, where we play, the people we live our daily lives. When we look at our news reporting, when we look at our media pundits, we have to ask the three questions. When I listen to these people, when I do this or do that or go to a community meeting or a church meeting, am I really who I say I am and am I all I ought to be? And it is of necessity, a time, which is why I love Kwanzaa. It is a time to recommit ourselves to our highest ideals in a word, to do the best of what it means to be both African and human in the fullest sense. And this day, this last day, which is why, as I mentioned to you, all my um, grandchildren I have named, and my first grandchild, I gave her her first name, which is Imani, and it is the seventh principle of Kwanzaa, of the Nguza Saba, the seventh day of celebration, which means faith, to believe with all our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. If we are not having discussions about uh that and india declare is saying that i am crackling up and breaking and scattering and if there are other people who are getting that in this broadcast i so apologize but if we are not having these discussions with our children a discussion about what it means to strive for and maintain unity in our family, in our community, in our nation, and our race. I'm looking for someone to give me the um, um, okay that I'm that something is not going on uh, on this end of Blog Talk Radio. But if we are not having these discussions, this this period of a assessment and meditation uh in this celebration of the first fruits the harvest in which we engage some quiet reflection the idea on January 1st to be quiet and humble and calm in our attitudes regarding ourselves and our neighbors and our community to provide a truly good time for reassessment with our family and recommitment i mean uh one of the things people who are in troubled marriages or troubled relationships uh you could. Very well, decide that the day of assessment or the day of meditation, which is January 1st doing Kwanzaa, or even if you're in a good marriage and a good relationship, it is a day that you can set aside to spend just some moments sharing what good you have, what changes need to be happening, and each individual asking, "Who am I? am I really who I say I am, and am I all I ought to be um, One of the things that we do in our family is we do a um we do um affirmation and we pour libation and we do a meditation. Which ends up saying, uh, let us not engage the world hurriedly this year. Let us not grasp at the rope of wealth impatiently this year. That which should be treated with mature judgment, let us not deal with in a state of anger. When we arrive at a cool place, let us rest fully, let us give continuous attention to the future and let us give deep consideration to the consequences of things, and this because of our love eventually passing. It is the meditation of the Odu Ifa. And for each one of the family members, the friends that attend our day of assessment, we provide not only a copy of the Inguza Saba, but a commitment uh to how we're going to do better and 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 this is and and this is a time that we can the seven principles of Kwanzaa retained all of their original meaning it was um understood that uh Koringa eliminated the sacred and the holy from the Inguzu Sabha, preferring to put man and woman at the beginning of our origin, and he entirely abandoned the idea of informing the seven principles with sacred conceptions. Kwanzaa is uh, an affirmation of who we are, where we ought to be, where we have been um in um our lives um, this year is the forty sixth anniversary of um kwanzaa in in this country um and we hope that we have given you enough information so that you feel comfortable about looking at it as a commitment time to not only family and friends, but to community. This year's Kwanzaa theme is Kwanzaa, Us, and the Well-Being of the World, a a Courageous Questioning. A questioning of necessity is a rightful and righteous calling into question offering a severe and sustained criticism of evil, wrong, and unjust in the world and seeking corrective and alternative answers without fear of consequences. Kwanzaa was not intended to be nor must ever be symbolic some kind of symbolic association with our culture, but must draw from, build on, and celebrate and put forth the best ideas and practices of our culture. It is found in Harriet Tubman's commitment to an indivisible and shared freedom, Frederick Douglass's discourse on the indispensability of struggle. Malcolm X's call for a new logic and language of liberation, and Mary McLeod Bethune's challenge to us to dare remake the world. So that as we look at the expansive message and meaning of the Inguza Saba, the seven principles, Umoja, Unity, Kujicakalia, Self-Determination, Ujima, collective work and responsibility, Ujama, cooperative economics, Nia Purpose, Kuumba Creativity, and Imani faith. In all this is expressed the beauty and expansive message and meaning of our culture, born of a long history of work and struggle to repair and make the world good to, in suffering and oppression. And, of course, we could not have a celebration of Kwanzaa without honoring our ancestors. And I want to remember Edith Thompson Palmer, my mother, who became an ancestor in, two, in February 2012. Natina Reed, the R&B singer and star of uh, Bring It On. Emmanuel Stewart, uh, the owner of the legendary Crunk Gym, um, where uh, Thomas Hearns and Evander Holyfield were trained, Michael Clark Duncan, Chris Lighty Michael Dokes, Al Freeman, Sherman Hemsley, Bob Babbitt, Lionel Bastis. Rodney King, Yvette Wilson, Herb Reed, Donna Summer, Whitney Houston, David Peaston, Don Cornelius, Etta James, and Jimmy Castor. Thank you so very much for being with us. We hope that we have helped to begin your celebration. I'm Janice Graham. I'll be right back here. January 5th, Speaking Truth to Power and Ourselves, Harambe Aborigani.